weight loss empire Jenny Craig is going out of business. That announcement was made on social media after a couple of weeks of rumors and after 40 years of being a leader in the dieting business. She promised you would look like you want to look. 1-800-86-JENNY But frozen food and diet culture couldn't keep up. 1-800-86-JENNY Wellness is in, Jenny Craig is so done. Survive the Ozambic Revolution. Jenny. Jenny Craig filed for bankruptcy recently. A sign that a certain type of weight loss program is on its way out? Coming up on Today Explained, the expansion and contraction of Jenny Craig. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Slack. You're a growing business and you can't afford to slow down. If anything, you could probably use a few more hours in the day. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Your one day starts today. It's Today Explained. I'm Noelle King with Emma Court. She's a reporter for Bloomberg, and her entire job is to cover the weight loss industry. Emma, let's take it through from the beginning. Jenny Craig, this company is named after a woman. Who is she, and what is the evolution of this brand? So there is a literal Jenny Craig, and she founded the company with her husband back in 1983. Her full name is actually... Genevieve Craig. Oh. She struggled to lose weight after having kids. When I was pregnant for my second daughter, I gained 45 pounds. And after she was born, I looked in the mirror and I said, you've got to do something about this. And she and her husband, like, started this company first in Australia. She was an American, but it started in Australia. Then it expanded pretty soon after into the U.S. G'day. Chances are, if you play three hours of hard tennis every day, you probably won't have a weight problem. But not all of us can play three hours of tennis a day. There's a much easier way to solve your weight problem. It's called the Jenny Craig Weight Loss Program. They had these, like, physical brick-and-mortar locations, and that's where you could pick up your food, you can meet with, like, a coach and talk about your weight loss, all that good stuff. Our menu plans are prepared especially for you, and you'll love our new food packaging, No Tin. What's really interesting about these companies is they, like, evolve over time. So you see them kind of morphing as cultural trends shift or they, you know, die out, right? So 
During the 90s, there was a, another weight loss drug craze called Fenfen, and they actually started prescribing Fenfen, and then very soon after, the drug was linked to, like, heart issues. News 2 Chicago has learned the state's first lawsuit against the makers of the diet drugs Fenfen and Redux will be filed tomorrow. About a half million people in Chicago took these drugs, and it's been estimated that a third have heart valve damage. And that became a big problem for Jenny Craig and the other diet companies that were getting into the Fenfen business now had made a bit of a stumble here. The stock ends up like towards the end of the, you know, 1990s, early 2000s, trading like at such a low value that the New York Stock Exchange delists it. It was later acquired by Nestle. This was a time like even Weight Watchers at one point was owned by the Heinz company that made ketchup. So Nestle buys Jenny Craig. Like this is an era of like a lot of packaged food. This is like a big time for dieting and anxiety about weight. You have Nutrisystem in the 70s. Flavorless diets used to force me to cheat and fail, but the new Nutrisystem Flavor Set Point Weight Loss Program gives you all the flavor you need to succeed. You have Jenny Craig in the 80s. You know, a couple decades later in the 2000s, the South Beach diet comes out. This place likes to stir things up, so let's compare whole grain. South Beach Diet Whole Grain Crunch has 19 grams of whole grain. Kellogg's Special K cereal has none. Life is better on the beach. You know, I think Jenny Craig and Weight Watchers definitely had some of a worry and focus on, like, carbohydrates. Like, you did see early Weight Watchers, you know, you couldn't eat your bagels on that and pasta and things like that. But, you know, really the main commonality was, like, eating less, right? So Jenny Craig has these, like prepackaged meals. If you follow their program and you eat only what they tell you to, you're eating a defined amount of calories. The same thing for Weight Watchers, even though their program is like not calories, but it's called the point system. All these programs ultimately have foods you can eat, foods you can't eat. Wait till you try the lava cake. Lava cake? <laughs> you know, with Jenny Craig, it's just you can eat the food we give you. And if it's cake, you can eat it as long as it's our cake, right? I feel incredible. And thanks to my personal coach, I always have the support that I need. Okay, well, sign me up. How did Jenny Craig market herself? Jenny Craig was very much typifying that, like, celebrity spokesmodel, Right. And I think, you know, many of us can remember the Christie Alley, like, TV commercials. 1-800-JENNY-20. Jenny Craig, please. This is Christie Alley. It's in regards to me being fat. You know, she'd say, have, have you called Jenny? Hey, you're chubby, too. Let's lose weight together. Valerie Bernelli, she famously did a bunch of commercials, like, with Christie Alley, and they would kind of compete you know, talking about how much weight they lost. I've lost 30 pounds. Jenny was so easy for me to stick to. Valerie, this is my commercial. Yeah, but I'm still losing it. <sighs> You're losing it all right. For a period of time, Jason Alexander, a.k.a. George from Seinfeld, one of those rare male celebrity diet spokespeople. Take a look. Drink it in. I was fat. Then Mariah Carey was one of the celebrity spokespeople. It's a genuine thing. It's not like, oh, whatever. You know, I honestly feel that way. Mariah wasn't, I didn't know that. Pretty crazy, right? <laughs> what was the peak moment for diet companies like Jenny Craig, Nutrisystem, Weight Watchers? I think of sort of like peak diet years as being the 2000s going into the like early 2010s. Like this is a very like, thinness-obsessed period of time, like, even for our culture. And 
you know, you think of the low-rise jeans, you think of the crop tops, like celebrities were so, so thin back then. Like if you look up photos, you might genuinely be shocked to see how thin some of these people were. When asked by fashion industry website WWD if she has a motto, Kate replied, there's nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. That's one of them. You know, Beyonce was doing like these insane juice cleanses with like lemon water and cayenne. I heard you lost 20 pounds. I did. We all want to know, what did you do? (laughs) Uh, I did a fast, a master cleanser. You know, things that I think now people would look back on and say, wow, that was, you know, we probably shouldn't be doing juice cleanses. That doesn't seem very healthy. And that style of jeans is like, you know, really (laughs) difficult for everyone to be wearing. When did cracks start to appear in the early 2000s model of everybody's got to be a size zero. When did that start to go out of fashion and why? I think you could probably still argue that being thin is still fashionable, but you do start to see this sort of toxic diet culture yielding to something else by the early 2010s. Body positivity starts getting big. You see Dove doing these like kind of viral commercials about how, you know, women are beautiful and we need to stop hating ourselves. We spend a lot of time as women analyzing and trying to fix the things that aren't quite right. And we should spend more time appreciating the things that we do like. Girls, the show comes out and Lena Dunham is in it and people are up in arms about the fact that she wears a crop top and she's not a stick thin. You try a lot? To lose weight? No, I have not tried a lot to lose weight. (laughs) Because I decided that I was going to have some other concerns in my life, okay? But we also see beauty ideals changing because there's different kinds of representation. Ashley Graham is on the cover of, you know, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. She's a a plus-size model. The myth is the bigger the bikini, the smaller looking the body. And the smaller the bikini, the better looking the body. Just because you have curves, it doesn't mean you want a bigger suit. You just want something that, like, hugs everything in the right way. So what we do is we're cheating everything, and we're rolling everything down and pulling everything down. The smaller, the better. And as, like, I think media also gets more decentralized and people get more ownership of their own image and, you know, they can put things on Facebook and Instagram and, you know, now TikTok, like, you start seeing, you know, people saying... There are many different kinds of bodies, and we shouldn't just embrace one kind. Um, And that changes how we talk about dieting, too, because now the idea that you should be trying to lose weight is pretty fraught, right? We have millions of girls and women devoting their brilliance to shrinking their waistlines instead of expanding their lives. If we want a better world, we've got to kill diet culture. People don't talk as openly about it um, as they used to. And in fact, like, it's a little bit shameful to want to lose weight. You know, uh, I think people still do want to lose weight, but they don't want to admit it. And that's an interesting moment for diet companies because they used to always be able to say, get thinner. And that was something people wanted. And now you have to message differently. Yeah. Yeah. If Jenny Craig represented the old way of doing things, what's the company that represents this new way that you're talking about, where it's like, it's less that you run around saying, oh, I haven't eaten a thing today. I'm trying to lose weight. You're right. You can't say that anymore. (laughs) Which company is at the forefront here? So the company that typifies this is Noom. Noom is this app. They've become very popular in the last couple of years. 
They basically pitch themselves as not a diet, they're a lifestyle change. And they also kind of focus on a more psychological approach to eating. Martha tried every way to get control of her weight, but Noom was different for her because it uses psychology to, wait, she'll say it better. We can now kind of cook normal foods that we're all going to eat instead of whatever you're eating on these diets, you know? Oh, we know Martha. (laughs) At the end of the day, like, all these programs are ultimately about eating less to lose weight. So they're definitely leaning into this holistic wellness lifestyle approach, but they're also ultimately teaching you how to lose weight through the classic tenets of dieting, you know, eating less and moving more. Hmm. But Noom and all these other companies in the diet industry are now facing another sea change, and it's these new weight loss drugs, like Ozempic. Coming up, these new weight loss drugs like Ozempic and how they might revolutionize the weight loss industry. Today Explained support today comes from Quince, which rhymes with since, but is spelt with a Q-U. The poet Josh O'Donohue once said, we're getting very classy here, when one flower blooms, spring awakens everywhere. Now, I don't know exactly if that's true, it tells me to tell you, but I do know that Quince offers timeless essentials that they say never go out of style no matter what the season. And honestly, that also kind of sounds like a poem, doesn't it? Not only that, Quinn says all of their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Take it away, Claire White. The style feels great. It feels really timeless. It feels like a cut that I could wear over and over again and through a lot of different seasons. I love a plain sweater. You can upgrade your wardrobe this spring by going to quince.com slash explain for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash explained to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash explained. It rhymes with since. Support for the show already comes from Delete Me. Your personal information is online. So is mine. I don't think I'm breaking any news by saying that, but you might be surprised to know just how much of your information is available not only for people to see, but to sell as well. And that's where Delete Me comes in. Delete Me wants to help you keep things such as your name, number, home address, and other private information out of the hands of data brokers. I've never personally kept my information out of the hands of data brokers, but perhaps Vox's business team's Claire White has. Removing the data that Delete Me found was super easy because I didn't have to do anything. They already removed my information across sites that they deemed as unsafe. I truly did not have to lift a finger. You can take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me Now at a special discount for our listeners. You can get 20% off your Delete Me plan today when you go to joindeletemecom slash today and use the promo code today at checkout. Again, you can get 20% off by going to joindeletemecom slash today and enter the code today at checkout. That's joindeletemecom slash today 
The code is TODAY. It's Today Explained. Emma Court of Bloomberg. So you said Ozempic and drugs like it are the next big sea change. And at the moment, it does seem like more and more people are getting on this medication. These are drugs that doctors are starting to recommend for, you know, weight management. Um, But there are, you know, certain clinical guidelines around it. So doctors, I mean, can prescribe these drugs to anyone. Technically, you're, you know, they're allowed to. They are using their medical judgment. But really, the drugs are indicated specifically for people above a certain body mass index threshold. So people who are on sort of the higher end of overweight and have a comorbidity, like diabetes or or something, and then people who are considered obese by BMI standards. How widely available are they? Well, they're not widely available, and there are kind of two big reasons. The first is that they're incredibly expensive drugs, and insurance typically doesn't cover them. Ozempic costs, you know, about $900 or so a month if you're just paying cash, the list price. Wagovi costs $1,350 a month. You know, most people are not going to be able to pay these kinds of prices out of pocket, right? And insurance coverage is an interesting aspect of this because, you know, typically when you have a medical condition, sure, your insurance might give you a hard time about paying for it, but typically people can persist and they can get those medications covered. But weight loss has long been treated as sort of a superficial thing aesthetic condition, not a medical condition. So you tell someone you've got to starve yourself for the rest of your life. And then if you're not able to do that, they tend to take all the blame on themselves. And it it very rarely occurs to, to the average patient, perhaps the advice that I was given was just incorrect. Maybe that doesn't work for 99.9% of, of people who are overweight or obese or morbidly obese, and indeed we find it doesn't. Doctors are starting to change their tune on it, you know, more recently. We have to think about obesity no different than hypertension, than high cholesterol, than diabetes. But, you know, that sort of enabled insurance companies to not pay for these drugs. There's even kind of the U.S. government through the Medicare program for the elderly doesn't pay for weight loss drugs. And that sort of set a standard for private insurers to say, we don't pay for them either. Why don't they? What's the reasoning? You know, they're saying these drugs are new. They haven't been proven to keep weight off long term. And kind of the crux of the matter really is they haven't been proven to reduce other expensive conditions that we pay for currently. So if these drugs can prove that they make a dent in heart disease, that they bring down rates of stroke, they may be able to gain some more insurance coverage. But, you know, it's going to be a high bar because insurance companies don't like to pay for things. I think any of us who have had to deal with an insurance company as a consumer know that. And I think they're really reluctant, especially in this case, to pay because so many people are eligible for these drugs. The new drug, Wegovi, is approved for people who are either obese or overweight with at least one weight-related medical problem. More than 100 million American adults could be eligible. Almost three in four American adults are considered to be overweight or obese. So many of those people are going to be eligible for medication just based on the medical guidelines and the label that the FDA approved. Is the fact that so many people are eligible for these drugs, is that why we keep reading that there is a shortage of them? I think there's been a lot of hype around these medications, and it's because 
you know, it's not just eligible people trying to take them too. We know, you know, at least anecdotally that there are thinner folks who are trying to use these medications as well. You know, people like the celebrity set. Speculation persists that Kim Kardashian used Wagobi to squeeze into the famous Marilyn Monroe dress she wore at the Met Gala. I knew I had to lose at least 10 pounds for it to even go up on me. So I would say it's it's just sheer demand, honestly. It's not just eligibility. There's a lot of people excited about medications that will help them lose weight. And, you know, the word is spreading on places like TikTok. So many people were asking me, like, oh, my God, how did you get it? Like, how much was it? And stuff like that. So I just wanted to explain my experience because it is different than how other people are getting it. So that's the second piece of the access picture, right? Number one is cost. Number two is there have been these shortages. And it's kind of looking like the shortages are going to be a problem longer term. There's another side effect to its soaring popularity, shortages. And now diabetics are calling out people just using it to drop a few pounds. Novo Nordisk is now saying again that they're having issues meeting demand for Wagovi. So they reduced the supply of like starter doses for the drug so more people can't get on it. And they also said that they're going to slow down the global launch. So, you know, the U.S. is actually sort of unique in that not every country in the world has even access to Wagovi right now. And it's looking like even places like the U.K. where the drug was expected to launch soon, you know, might not have it for some time because they just can't keep up with the the demand. <laughs> I've seen in the debate around these drugs, pro and con, I've seen people describe them as miracle drugs. Assuming that manufacturers can meet demand, do you think we might be looking at the end of the traditional diet, Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, Atkins diet industry? Like, are these game-changing as they appear on the surface to be? These drugs are definitely a big deal. They're changing the paradigm of what is offered as a solution for weight loss. You know, if you're in the diet business, that's a really scary prospect for you, right? I think diet companies are having to reckon with the fact that this does change their business model. WW International, formerly known as Weight Watchers, announced it is buying the company Sequence for $100 million. The subscription service helps overweight customers access groundbreaking new medications like Ozempic for diabetes and Wagovi. Are these drugs going to, like, mean the end of weight troubles? Like, I don't think so. For one, they don't work for everyone. They're very expensive. And there are questions about how they work in the long term. There are side effects. And one of the issues is there's real no rhyme or reason to the side effects. We don't really have a good understanding of what they are in people who are not diabetic because that's what it was tested in. So we understand those to a certain extent. But for people who are taking it for weight loss, we're not quite sure. Even though these have been studied for some time, like there are lingering questions about safety. Some people can have serious problems while rare, like serious issues on these drugs. So yes, this is a reckoning for diet companies. A big part of the diet company business model is people lose weight, but they can't keep it up. And then they regain weight, but then they rejoin the program and they pay them again and they lose weight again. And then they can't keep it up. And then, I mean, if you look at a company like Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig, there are people who cycle in and out of one program or another for their entire lives. You know, this is a customer that is not having their needs met long term, and that's why this is a booming business. But these medications are creating a new place for them to go, right? They can go to their doctor, they can go to a telemedicine company that will prescribe these. And a lot of people are interested. 
You know, you mentioned some of the the drawbacks, which are unknowns. Some of the drawbacks are very well known. They just don't work for everyone. Are there other critiques of these drugs, whether medical or or maybe even cultural? You know, I think there's still a crowd that says people don't need medication to lose weight. They can lose weight with lifestyle. The evidence is pretty clear on this regard that, like, most people aren't able to lose weight long-term with diet and lifestyle changes. Um, And the best explanation for that, by the way, that I've heard is sort of our environment is so food rich. It's so like overflowing with calories that diet programs just say, you got to rise above it, right? Like you have to separate yourself from this environment that we're all living in that's rich with food and you have to rise above it and bring your blueberries in a container to work and pack a salad and tell your coworkers you can't join them for margaritas or get a skinny margarita or whatever the case may be. All right, if we take all of this as a piece, so you've got the companies like Jenny Craig and Weight Watchers that are selling you stuff. You've got the meal plan companies that are selling you stuff. You've got a diet like Atkins where they don't really need to be selling you anything. It's just you're the one going out and buying the the protein and not the carbs. And then you have, as time evolves, you have things like Ozempic, Wagovi, Where do you think this industry, this really varied and diverse and evolving industry is going? I think we're going to start seeing more of a meld of the medication and the lifestyle approaches, or at least businesses will be selling that. We can offer you help with the lifestyle piece of this. You know, the drugs don't work entirely on their own. You still need to make these lifestyle changes. You still want to make sure you're strong and healthy and live a long life. And we know that weight loss is not the entire story when it comes to health. So I think like that's where the this business is going. It'll be interesting to see, you know, how that stays in the picture. Because I know like one of the things that gets people really excited about these medications is not like, I'll get on a drug so I can have a healthier lifestyle, right? They're like, great, I want to get on these drugs so I can lose a bunch of weight. And lifestyle is not at the forefront of people's minds. And I think it's going to be a really interesting tension moving forward, especially depending on what these studies find about disease and whether these drugs reduce the burden of obesity-related diseases. was Bloomberg's Emma Court. Today's episode was produced by Miles Bryan and Siona Petros. It was edited by Matthew Collette and fact-checked by Laura Bullard. It was engineered by Patrick Boyd. I'm Noelle King. It's Today Explained. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. 
Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.